0: Recorded Hideaway Studios, Unlock, Michigan. Shout out my dude, Kyle Mayer, C Town, the Steve's on the Intro. You're chilling with Mr. J. with Mr. J. I'm Mr. J. Come on in. Throw a log on the fire and take a seat. Let's get cozy and we'll finish up this uh, story of idiot to experienced with part number two. Enjoy. So here we are still talking about my sorry ass life as a food service worker. I say it like that because even when I think I start doing okay, I'm not. So I use some sort of chip on my shoulder to motivate me. Can't really explain it, but it keeps me grinding and going forward. So whatever. So now back in Michigan, happy to be home, but once again homeless and jobless. I know, right? Occurring situation. But now, armed with the confidence to figure it out and hustle, I started dropping resumes and talking to managers. I had some options. Restaurants are always changing staff around Saginaw, Bay City, Midland area, whatever. Just seems like it's always been that way as long as I've been around. I decided on a small, well-known family place, mostly because it was a brand new building um, and the family seemed super friendly. I had lots of fun and I met great people while working here. I actually had two stints, maybe three, I think just two, maybe three or two long ones, I don't know, but a couple times anyway, but never being able to climb and grow or even sometimes get credit was ultimately the reason for me leaving the restaurant, maybe a little more on that later. In between starting there and finally leaving there, I worked for a major national restaurant chain in GR and Saginaw which was super helpful because I learned how to be crazy busy and get through it I mean in GR we did some 11 hour days of $18,000 in food fucking crazy man um, you get like a break to scarf down a lunch and right back to it non-stop I did saute pasta bam 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 I also got back into the bar life on uh, accident a little and believe in people that take advantage of others and enthusiasm, I guess. I mean, that's just being nice. we will just say lying motherfuckers. Once again, that's probably a whole another episode. Can't hate too much because it was where I met my wife and it was the most fun period socially for me. Um, and I skeeted out a child. So the best thing in my life ever. But regardless, fuck them anyways. And sorry, back to topic once again. So now off of another bad challenge choice of me believing a piece of shit, I find myself with a child, basically a wife, and once again jobless. I know, right? I say that a lot. Fucking same story. Wrong. This time I had love and a home, however. I found myself feeling like in Saginaw and in the restaurants in Saginaw, I wasn't going to achieve what I wanted. It wasn't quite the scene now. It was pretty much all chains or bars, I guess. It wasn't people being creative as they were, or there maybe there was, I just didn't know it. I don't know. Which I didn't really even know what I wanted at the time. I was just sick of being a piece of shit. I had a brief stint in GR before, and my sister and her husband have been living there for a while. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to stay with them for a while, see what happens, going back and forth. I took apps everywhere with nothing promising, really. During my big boy time, back in Essexville, I started getting um, reference letters from every place I worked. It was a young manager that was like a hipster, I guess. I don't know what you call him, but he was young and energetic as fuck. He told me, always get a reference letter, even if it's while you're still working there, from someone you like, because they come in handy. He was right. I got tons of them, and they work. It just so happened that big boy in Kentwood was trying to remarket or whatever, and they were going to open a new trial diner style big boy i got hired because of that letter and my ability to know what they wanted to hear and tell them that basically and i knew i could back it up so i just let my mouth fly i only got hired as a line cook but it didn't matter i knew from what i learned down south that i just come in bust ass outwork everybody and i will get a chance to rise it wasn't long i was like some kind of shift lead then i was offered a job as like assistant general manager i don't know i always call it assistant to the general manager no you get it at some cedar springs big boy in the middle of fucking bfe sorry fun people there but fuck better pay but a long drive and like stupid costume to wear every day i hated it I hated being in the office. I always got talked to about helping cook in the kitchen too much. I'm sorry, that's just what I want to do, cook. You know, everybody knew it. I knew the extreme corporate life management was not meant for me yet. So I began to look yet again for another actual kitchen job that maybe could lead to something good. You know, a good steady job I love. Seemed impossible at the time. Um, while at Big Boy, it was my first time seeing inventory up real close and food cost and all that payroll type shit. But it, just was not satisfying me creatively i guess i don't know i mean looking back i was just running away from being scared shitless about being a father basically i think that's the whole reason for going down to grand rapids you know um, it was really dumb to think it was a good idea to now bring my first time mother with an eight month old child away from all her family and people i don't know man i'm a nice guy but i'm really just a selfish fucking prick sometimes i don't know i only think about myself a lot more times that I don't especially before my daughter I don't really anymore but before it was just about me sorry again honey again find myself working for a locally owned Italian restaurant they were about to sprout a few more locations so I was hoping maybe that would be the key to success get in and get to be running one of those spots maybe you know pipe dreams um, I loved working there because the place made everything from scratch and it was the first place I worked where absolutely nothing was out of a bag I loved it I love the people I work with I love being a crucial part of a super busy kitchen and a respected place and also learned that sometimes you can't be the best I tried and tried and sometimes you just are part of a team and that's good that's part of what I learned it was a great learning tool some amazing chefs that I worked with there and learned from that actually went to be chefs and it it was crazy. We were in the same spot. They were younger, but I was, we were like at the same part of learning, but they went through school and I went through a little life. And they were teaching me like the science, I guess, stuff. And I was teaching them the life stuff because I was 10 years older, you know. Very helpful in creating a vision on how I want to operate and what type of place I want to either own or work for. Um, but being away from family was just too taxing on the mother of my child and my relationship with her. So, as you probably guessed, to the nasty it was. It's a hard pill to swallow, but just another lesson learned through living that, hey, um, I just like it here. What can I say, man? Sometimes you just meant to be home, you know? Let's take uh, this time for a quick word from one of our sponsors. Thinking about having a party? Not really sure what you want to feed them? But you're for damn sure you don't want to cook for them? Well, Mr. Jays is here to help. Affordable, delicious catering any day, any week, any year. Okay, okay. He'll cook you anything under any budget, and that's a tea. Call today 989 493 0440. Or as always, email any questions to Mr. J Catering 365. At Gmail dot com. Mr. Jay's Catering is here for all your party needs. We got you, dog. Welcome back to chillin' with Mr. J. So now back in the Tri-Cities areas for good this time, but it was time to get serious on what I can do to get to my goal of supporting my family by working for myself serving food. Finished up my second stint at the previously stated family restaurant in Saginaw when coming back and not on the best terms i was not in the best place in my life and it was a case of me feeling trapped there and here and i think they were just sick of me i think it was basically just time to end the situation and relationship in general that was a good one that just turned into an ugly one it is what it is it's bridges burned or bridges crossed however you look at it but it worked out good because I happened to have to start looking for jobs and stumbled across a hiring in Hemlock, where I lived, where I live now and bought a house and it's my spot, I guess. And it was a cafeteria and a production plant. Go figure, man. Just another place to cook and learn, you know. I got hired by a pastry chef and there was other chefs or s- aspiring chefs there. So it was a creative place for a tiny corporate ran atmosphere. Anyway, they were changing companies and people were leaving. So I started this like a uh, utility guy, I guess, just helping here help there, help that i'll do it whatever do it whatever just so happened that people were changing over and people quit and whatever and i became known for being able to make omelets and then soon for bringing my fabulous stuffed hash browns to everybody's life at this production facility it was a great paying job super easy super close to home and i got to serve cool people i like talking to fuck the hours were even unheard of for the industry out by 2 p.m every day and no weekends i mean sign me up fuck right after working years in my life of weekends and nights and trying to just be on days to be able to spend time with my family you know that's all i ever wanted i guess wrong no matter what your hours and how much pay i can't get down with that corporate bullshit and being a yes man and putting on a little fucking beanie hat and arguing about it every time i had to see a superior that was in my company i had ideas and they obviously work better but the emails from wherever they came from didn't say to do it that way so you shouldn't do it so it was a problem it was me being stubborn but i say i was just too creative for that bullshit i did learn some important business stuff and then cost things i would not have learned otherwise from smart people that went to college and learned and are smart people that i would never been in circles with otherwise I met a ton of fantastic people at the production site itself, you know, but the major corporate dining company I work for was only about bottom line and shit like that, and taught me another life lesson that I'm about, which is big paychecks will not bring me happiness. People and relationships are more important to me than a bank account and things. I know money makes the world go round. I know it's not a good way to live or do business, but it's how I'm gonna do business because it's how I live life. I'm gonna live life my way and answer or nobody that's kind of what this story is about for me sorry back to topic While working and managing this place for four years, it was very easy. There was no thinking involved when you serve the same 200 people every day the same food. It was a matter of just organizing rotational menus and ordering the food at the right time. Easy. And what I've experienced. Um, I have lots of time on my hands to just do brainless work and think of how I can own my own restaurant, my own food truck, my own business. What can I do? How can I do it? Who can I meet? What can I do? Um, It felt like only pipe dreams because I'm from basically financial emptiness, I guess. I don't know, man. I don't know what the word is for it. I dug a hole of debt and worked hard to get out of it. And the only thing I had was knowledge and hustle. And I know for owning restaurants, it's extremely expensive to run. And I would definitely have to have financial help somewhere. And I definitely knew I was not going to get it. I just don't feel comfortable asking people for money. I don't feel comfortable trusting the people with the money, with my ideas, and them just not getting me with no money money out of the way whatever sorry another episode i've been fucked a couple times so whatever i thought maybe a food truck would be a more affordable route again someone with absolutely no money and not bad credit or no credit you can't really get shit that was it and having to work to pay the bills I couldn't work to get anything else you know I was just getting to the point where I was maybe a week or a month ahead of the bills you know what I mean and it was a good feeling but it wasn't stress-free it was the first time I just ever felt that so where's catering come into play you might ask and it was a total fucking accident honestly I was approached one year about doing a couple of grad parties I turned them down because I don't have the type of equipment and shit to pull it off but it's stuck in my mind and thinking and how can i do it the easiest whatever quickest least expensive sure as shit next year i was asked again to do one and this time i was like fuck it let's go i'll do it so i got some shafers i got some utensils looked into it and uh just basically did it out of undisclosed kitchen it was a legal kitchen but i'm not gonna say where i'm sure whatever doesn't matter. <laughs> underground oh, shit what people were charging when I looked into it and what they were getting to do these parties and just basically dropping it off is all too. I was like, fuck, damn, man. I felt bad charging that much. I know what it costs to do it and I know what it costs to get the shit and I know how easy it is. So I just charged what I felt I needed to make off it and what I felt was what was fair for me to make, you know, starting out and whatever. It went great. They loved it. A, it was delicious and B, it was unbeatable price. So uh, upon this accident, I come across the motto for Mr. J's. Simple, delicious affordable menu. You know what I mean? It didn't take long for a few more the next year and some other small jobs to go along with it. It made me think, how can I do what I love doing the most, cooking, especially breakfast? Um, how can I get it on the road? It was easy. What I was doing was the same concept that was there at the cafeteria and the production site, but just making it mobile and me moving it on the road instead of onto the counter. You know, um, I can make 92 omelets in about 60 to 70 minutes. That's at least the last time I tried to do that many. I bet you I could maybe get little more now not to brag but it's just what i do so let's go let's go you know baby showers bridal showers brunch bars we're hot man people started asking why not full-time and it was still again money money was the only thing holding me back because it's not cheap to start any business and i'm not gonna just start a business in debt that was what i've seen happen time and time again and i didn't want to do it so i planned to just plug away at my full-time job and cater side time so i saved enough let's <laughs> save enough i mean i don't even know what the fuck that means anymore or just opportunity presented itself i guess Omelet bars and soon-to-be pasta bars were, at least in my world, the talk of the town. So much fun to do. I just, I loved it, man. It was, just gave me an excitement and it felt like I was putting on a show. Everyone loved them, but parties were the smaller size and I wasn't making a whole lot of money because I didn't know what I was doing and I was trying to just to figure it out. So I was giving people great deals, you know? Great deals, but still delicious food, you know? But a lot of word of mouth was coming along with it. So it was definitely worth it, for sure. I wanted to try some bigger stuff and see if I could do some weddings. I knew some other people that had that do weddings and it just seemed like easy money it's easy money if you just want to throw food out there it's not the easiest of money if you want to cook delicious scratch food every single time you know what i mean so i made another mistake by trying to do a bigger wedding my way not prepared for it i guess it was for what i thought was a good friend and i thought i was helping them have a nice menu below price because they wanted to have a wedding at an extravagant place that had super shitty food i won't say this place but still to the day you see my Man, Reg out there shout out fucking he's my Yoda this place was the most disgusting fucking kitchen and place we've ever seen both of us and he's got 20 more years experience than I do and we both looked at each other at our jaw drop so I'm just gonna leave it at that and keep it at rolling but that was a mistake life lesson learned oh so that was that everyone was loving what I was doing and word of mouth was continuing to pick up speed but I was getting tired of hauling food and equipment from this kitchen to that kitchen and back to this storage and that storage um, which mostly was was like my emptied out kitchen of my house with all my catering equipment stacked up in there for shit man year two years two three years I don't man it just seems like a long time i was hustling with that side gig the wife hated it man we had no kitchen no kitchen table and we just moved around shit all day and me moving stuff in and out constantly swearing and yelling because i was miserable because i was just stretching myself too much you know what i mean i was beginning to think that my chance was never gonna happen and i should just accept working a job i could do that's easy just for the money lots of people do it every day and uh, why am i any different from anybody else i was deflated yes but i wasn't defeated i mean at least on the bright side i could have my salary job and i could do these extra catering jobs only for when we wanted vacations or i wanted golfing or we wanted extra things at least it was available and that made me fucking depressed man that i was settling so it sounded horrible to a guy that thinks he could do everything <coughs> um, hence podcast when you don't know shit about computers except porno as a last hope I just put on Facebook I need a kitchen kitchen only to start a catering business a friend of my wife's comment led me to Butch selfless caring person I've ever met he is the best he helps out not just myself but anybody he comes encountered with and a business he feels is something he feels is good he wants to see them succeed so he doesn't gouge them and he doesn't make things hard for them and take advantage of them and take away their business and ideas he helps them grow so they can then do what he is doing and that is where my goal is is to just be able to help someone at least one person like he has helped me so thank you sir thank you he listened to my bullshit but didn't want to just lease the kitchen he wanted to lease the whole upstairs which i understood um but i was bummed out about obviously i thought maybe it was a chance you know but whatever whatever you know it is what it is not meant to be i'm fine with that i learned along the way that some things just aren't meant to be you don't control it but a few weeks later he called and wanted to know if i was maybe still interested in just leasing the kitchen because his family was interested in starting a little banquet hall maybe with some free time that I'm available to them and they just wanted to do banquets but didn't want to cook so it seemed like a match made in heaven i couldn't believe it you know now was the time Now was the time i guess so i let's do it so it was time to see how much i really believed in myself um, i knew i had to do it because after spending my whole life working to just be able to be a week or two ahead of the bills comfortably on um, my I, I was happy and i guess i was content but i still wasn't satisfied i knew what i wanted um i knew i wanted more and i knew if even if i tried and failed i would be more mad at myself if i didn't at least take a chance on my dreams you know i could always go back and get a job fucking bartending or fucking serving or cooking i could get i could make money doing something somehow Start over, man. I started over a lot. So it wouldn't be nothing difficult if I had to do it again. So I just said, fuck it. If I don't believe in myself, nobody will. I know I had good food. I know I had personality. And I know I had a trust in people in me to be honest and fair with the price and come through when planned. It was shocking how many people don't. I pride myself on trying to keep everybody happy still. It's impossible, but it's my goal, always. So it was just a matter of getting jobs and keeping them coming in. At first I kept thinking, shit man, I'm never gonna be able to get enough jobs. I'm doing a few a month make enough money doing this to support a homestead and a business location. So I just started selling the shit out of myself on Facebook, my food, personal, mixing it together, just hardcore man, on the world wide web, all out And I'm sure a lot of people got sick of me and a lot of people still get sick of me doing it, but it works. And anybody that knows that and does business does the same thing and it works. Actually, the Facebook little algorithm I got from one of my brother's best friends and longtime brothers of my brother, my brother brothers, um, Jeremy O'Keefe. So shout out, bro. I don't regret any of this because it led me to where I am. I've made tons of mistakes looking back, and I would make them all again if it gets me to here, I guess. I just wish I started making mistakes earlier and taking chances earlier. I like where I'm at. Other than this little hiccup of this little virus shutdown shit, I'm confident that business will get back, and when it comes time to party again and gather, Mr. J's will be on the top of the list to feed them. So if I take anything away from my journey in this little story from idiot to experienced, it's that even when others think you can't or you won't or don't even pay attention, if you believe you can and you actually fucking try to, you will. It sounds simple. It sounds corny. But remember, Mr. J's simple is good. I ask you to follow at chillin underscore with underscore Mr. Underscore J. That's chillin with Mr. J and all the fucking underscores on Instagram. And as always, I thank you for chillin. And until next time, peace, love, and sanity. Swaggy. Ooh, damn, that was the closest one. Swaggy might be the word on that. This is the Mr. J Underground Podcast Network. Peace out. Ah, uh, still a little bit faster? Okay. motherfucking catering. You ass better call me back, sucker.